Hola amiga, welcome to today's episode. It's February 14th, Valentine's Day. Yay! I hope you guys have some beautiful plans for the day, whether you are in a relationship or single. Today, I am actually talking about the topic of singleness as a Christian woman with my dear friend, Bianca de Divas. She is just such a joy to be around with. You're going to hear the joy in our conversation today. And she's just an incredible human being and a woman I look up to as a Christian single woman in the church who is leading the charge and and helping others stay the course as she leads and is just an incredible source of light and just such a true, genuine soul and a person who is on fire for Jesus. And you can just see it as she walks out her life as a student director, an events director on Stafford Church and just leads so graciously and patiently with everyone that she's around with. So you're in store for a great treat as to how she depicts singleness in her life, how she's been walking it through in these last few years, and just a little bit of her story. So I just encourage you to lean in, join in on the laughs, and I can't wait to hear what you have to say about this episode. Enjoy! Hola amiga, welcome to the Amiga Arise podcast. I'm Priscilla Gomez, your host and hopefully an amiga for a journey of learning, growing, and thriving. I'm a licensed clinical therapist with a trauma history of my own, but I was transformed by the call that God has placed on my life. And I'm here to share how the clinical world taught me how to begin my healing process, but ultimately only God was able to heal the darkest areas of my past. Amiga, I know you are smart, driven, successful, and ambitious, but yet there seems to be something missing. You might be wondering why peace and joy are lacking in your life. Amiga, welcome. I can bet you have walked through some dark paths yourself, and maybe you're wondering if God is even real or why suffering exists or what your true purpose is here on earth. Amiga, I hear you. But if you're ready to take a deeper look, find freedom, and step into flourishing God's way, I'm here to lend a helping hand as you step into your healing and your faith-filled life. So open up that journal, pop in those AirPods, and take a deep breath. We're about to embark on a beautiful journey of arising to your true self. All right, well, welcome back, friends. I am so excited to have my second guest on. Amiga Arise, and she is just such a treat. She is a special person in my life. She plays um, a leadership position at church, but is just such a dear friend, and I'm just so honored to have her. And today we're going to touch on the topic of singleness, and I know that's our favorite topic to talk about, <laughs> especially on Valentine's Day, right, yeah. ladies? Like, I'm just so excited. Um, I know you're going to be blessed by this conversation. So, you know, with no more to say, but <laughs> so much more to say. I introduced Bianca da Divas. And um, yeah, so why don't you just tell the listeners a little bit about you and how we met? Yeah, well, what's up, Amiga Arise? Like Priscilla said, I am Bianca da Divas. Oh man, Priscilla and I met during COVID, or maybe a little after COVID started. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she started coming to our church and she. Uh, became friends and roommates with one of my dear friends, Sahar, and so, yeah, we started (laughs) hanging out quite a bit, and then she joined our uh, student team at church, and it's been a pleasure and a blessing to have her a part of my life, so um, I'm equally blessed for you to play a huge part of mine, so, yeah. yeah. Well, um, you guys will hear a little bit more about just Bianca's story, and you'll see why we are um, just 
equally blessed because <laughs> God brought us together. Yeah. And um, yeah, I just wanted to bring you on because you do play such a fundamental role in my life, yeah. but for our church and our community and youth, and you're just a light well, in you. so many people's lives. And I look up to you because of the walk you walk as a single Christian in this time. <laughs> yeah. in this, it's a rough world out there, I'm not going to lie. So. so, yeah, that's I was like, okay, who best to bring on? Oh. <laughs> and I, yeah, so let's open it up and just yeah. tell us a little bit about your story with singleness sure. and even in relationship and how where you're at right now. Yeah. Well, it's funny, I, I make the joke that it's a tough world out there, because it is, but I actually hold the, the title and label of single Christian woman quite proud. Um, a little bit of my story is I started uh, dating my ex-boyfriend when I was 16, and in high school I was wow. I was young and in love, and I had all these hopes and aspirations of what our future and our life would look like, and we dated for about 10 years, um, and then, uh, you know, things kind of hit the proverbial fan and uh, <laughs> our relationship kind of came to an end and to a close and I found myself in my mid-20s at 26, um, single, alone, frustrated, angry. Um, I had just started exploring my Christian faith and I had put a lot of um, just my hope and my trust that uh, becoming a Christian woman and being a part of a church would somehow just cure all the problems and the issues that were happening in my relationship. Um, and that God was just like, our pastor always says, like a genie. And if I, if I did what I was supposed to do, then everything would end up the way that I planned. Um, and it didn't. And so I found myself, yeah, single, alone, um, and just at a point and place in my life where I thought I was going to have a family. I thought I was going to have a home. I thought I was going to have a, have kids in a couple of years. Um, and kind of nearing 30 and realizing that I'm at a new starting point of my life. And yeah. so um, it's been, man, seven years now since um, that relationship. And I've been riding the single wave pretty well and <laughs> proud for that seven years. Um, a lot of those first early years uh, required a lot of healing, obviously, and a lot of work on myself. Um, but I'm finally to a place that... I believe COVID helped that, but um, mm. and a lot of the relationships that I, I have in my in my world helped that. But over the past few years, I I found true contentment and true joy and happiness in the season that God has me in. And so um, I'm expected and I'm excited for the future more than I was when I was 26, and I thought I was young and in love. So yeah. that's a little bit about my story the past yeah. few years. So. Yeah, when you say you do, you're doing singleness well now. <laughs> Can you tell us what that actually means? Yeah, you know, um, you know, there's not probably a right way or a wrong way to do singleness. I think each and every one of us are on our own journey. I think um, a lot of what we talk about with our students and the single women that God's entrusted me with, that I have the the just the honor to to lead and guide in this season, is that I think it's all about your heart posture mm. and and the motive of your heart. So I knew that I was not doing it well in the early years because I was looking for affirmation. I was looking for approval, um, a lot of just the value um, for myself. I was seeking that in guys that I was swiping with on Bumble and the conversations um, that we would have and that would 
set the tone and the mood for my day dependent <laughs> on, uh, you know, whatever flirtati- flirtatious, you know, moments were ha- happening via message with somebody I've never met before, you know? And so I knew I wasn't in a, a good place to be dating. Um, so I was not dating well in those early years. And so I think now, um, because I know my identity in Christ, I know my purpose in life, um, I'm no longer lowering that standard. Um, so I think now I'm ready to date and I'm probably on a better trajectory than I was, you know, seven years ago to date well. Yeah. What would it look like to date well as a Christian (laughs) now? (laughs) Um... You know, just talking a little bit about that identity piece, I think knowing what who my value is in, uh, who God says that I am, and again, just seeking that approval, that affirmation um, from, from God and my relationship with Him, and not from anybody else. Uh, you know, I was actually looking up a verse for this podcast, and in 1 Corinthians 7.34, it says, An unmarried woman or virgin is considered about the Lord's affairs. Her aim is to be devoted to the Lord in both body and spirit. Mm-hmm. And I think what Paul's talking about here is that, man, what a what a great season that God has us in. If you're single, appreciate that season. I think anything in life is all about your perspective and your attitude. So, so many single women that I come across, and, and men, could be so just frustrated and just disappointed about the dreams and the desires they've had in their heart and feeling like God's not hearing them, he's not listening, he's not answering. But for me, I think what has changed my life is just the realization of just being so grateful and appreciative of just the the mind, body, and spirit that I can have to advance God's kingdom, to advance the purpose that he's placed on my life in this season. Um, you know, Paul talks about just now I get to be devoted to his church yeah. and doing what he wants to do in and through my life and through serving. And so God has me in this season for a reason. And so I don't want to waste this time dwelling on what I don't have. I want to spend it on the things that I know I do have, the yeah. gifts that God's given me, and just being so grateful for these moments. Yeah. That's so good. There's been times where I can feel um, disillusioned or just like disappointed, right? Like, yeah. Or doubtful that any sure that that part of my life isn't gonna change yeah. but there's times where I just like sit back and reflect I'm like wow I actually have so much time to build yeah. up the kingdom yeah. and to do God's work and what he's called me to do in this season yeah. because if I was in a relationship or with children it looked different yeah. and and different isn't bad either totally. but it I also have the opportunity to make friendships like yeah. I don't know if I would be as close you know yeah. with you or Sahar and all totally. the people that you know are in my circle right yeah. now and I'm just so grateful for that yeah. so you know it it I guess for everyone it takes a different journey or time to be centered in your identity with Christ yeah. but like how would you help or support someone who maybe isn't there yet, has it found themselves in that place of identity? Sure. Where to begin? Um, I think the the greatest source of helping me find my identity, obviously my relationship with Christ and having a just a deep desire the past seven years just to know him um, and to grow in my relationship with him. But I think second to that would be 
the incredible leaders and accountability oh, I've had in my life yeah. that has poured into me, um, my pastors, um, and yeah, any, anybody on my upstream of leadership in my life has has been unwavering in their pursuit for me to pursue my purpose. And so that support, that championing, that encouragement has helped when the when I'm in my doubt, when I'm in my unbelief, yeah. they have helped guide me back to where um, God's called me and spoken life and truth over me. And um, thirdly, and just as equal, is has been the community of friendships that yeah. I've had. So I know it sounds so cliche to surround yourself with good community, but it is like the greatest game changer of your life to have real God-centered, authentic relationships with women that will champion and rally God's plan for your life and that they will call you out. I don't, I don't care what kind of friends you have. If all they're doing is building you up and pumping you up, like I'm everyone's greatest hype person. <laughs> That's so true. But here's the thing. If I was only that, man, what, what a disservice I'm being yeah. to the friends in my life. Like my greatest friends have challenged me. They yeah. pushed me. They called me out onto the, on the, to the rug and to the um, carpet. And that is what has grown me and developed me more so than the encouragement because, man, they're seeing blind spots and areas that I'm not seeing that I need to improve yeah. in. And, you know, one of the, the things that I've been just so convicted of and I feel like God's challenged me in just even in the, this past year has, you know, I should, you know, pray actively. I probably should pray actively for my husband more. Um, if he ever listens to this, like, I pray for you. Like, whatever. Hey, hey, hey. You know, like, I, the Lord will bring you. Um, but, you know, you know, for those women that are actively praying um, for a husband, for a, a relationship, I think the greatest thing that we can do is realize that there's a man, a God, a God-fearing man out there that's praying for his future wife. So he's praying for you and so what are you doing to develop your healthy spiritual life your healthy spiritual maturity your healthy spiritual relationships to be the women of god that he's praying for yeah and so what can i actively do in this season to not do that for my future spouse but man to be the strongest just disciple of christ that i can be and just trust that as i stay committed and true to what god's called me to do that he will bring the desires of my heart so, so good. Yeah. So good. And you know, what I heard you say, it's like, well, fundamentally it's purpose in Christ, yeah. right? Like yes. that is going to be unwavering, unchanging, yes. regardless of a partner in your life or not. Yes, absolutely. Because <laughs> partners, yes, in my life. Yeah. And I, as for many of you that have probably been on the Bumble train, you know, first dates, second dates, they come and go and yeah. these guys come in waves and, but also so do friendships and relationships. You know, God puts certain people in your life. At a, at a certain season for a, a big part to play, uh, for whatever that, that may be. And so friendships and relationships, they come in waves. But like you were just saying, God has is unwavering. He's been the pillar that has stood the test of time um, in my life. And so yeah. I recently heard someone say something along the lines, like some people are in your life for lunch, <laughs> like for a lunch date. Yeah. And some people are in your life, or in, yeah, in your life, or in the season for the rest of your life, right? Yeah, so it's like great. one you don't they don't have to be both. Yeah. And that's okay. Totally. But when your purpose is founded in yes. Jesus, yeah. um, that's not gonna change. Yeah. And so 
purpose and also accountability. Yeah. So I can attest to Bianca being an accountability <laughs> and leader in my life. There's been times where I've needed to turn to someone mm-hmm. to ask for, hey, some guidance. Like, I'm not feeling my strongest mm-hmm. in this area of my life. Mm-hmm. And it, not because of that I'm, like, ruined and can't get back up. But, like, mm-hmm. those are the moments that I, I think you're speaking about where it's yeah. like, hey, like, I am I am your biggest cheerleader and trust me, she is. <laughs> but, like, it's like, I love you because you're, like, you have more in you and, you know, you're willing to, um, say like, it's time to dust off yeah, and, and get back up. Yeah. Um, and the, the community that we have with one another is, yeah. is beautiful. Um, so it took time. It took. So relationships and community take time. You know, it's not, it's, you know, I've, I've learned that true friendships, especially with women, it's not like fast food. You know, you can't, like, just go in, check out, yeah. and expect to have a phenomenal meal. I mean, in and out maybe. I do love in and out <laughs> and that's technically fast food. But anything that's good for you, any meal that's good for you, it takes time to yeah. prepare. It takes quality ingredients to prepare that meal, to prepare that food. And so that should be the same standard that we have for our friendships. It takes time. Yeah. It takes intentionality. It takes preparation on your part and theirs to to help guide and usher that relationship in, in a positive maturity. So um, don't be frustrated if friendships aren't where you want them to be right now. Just keep investing. It yeah. just takes time. Yeah, anything good should take time. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I always said anything that develops too fast should probably be a red flag. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Romantic or not. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and we can all fall into seasons where maybe we utilize that maybe to cope with escaping a certain emotion yeah. or stuff. But just being mindful when that does happen and be like, okay, we're pump the brakes, let's examine, evaluate. And then move forward. Yeah, I mean, I think dating can be that, right? Like, that's probably another signal that I was dating in an unhealthy way. Mm. Like, am I coping with, man, I hate being alone. There's nothing There's nothing worse <laughs> than sitting at home on a Friday or Saturday night and all of your married friends are, like, on, like posting on Instagram that they're on their date night. And you're like, sweet, I'm going to grab my carton of ice cream <laughs> at this point. And watch the holiday for the millionth time. Or if you're me, I watch a lot of Hallmark movies. There's no worse feeling than that. So I think, yeah, what do we do when we cope and we're bored? We start swiping. Yeah. And we start lowering our standards of what God's best is for us. And so my challenge to you, if you're listening to this, is stop doing that. (laughs) That's it. If there's anything you take away, stop doing that. Stop doing this. Put the phone down. (laughs) Actually, pick the phone up and call friends. But don't, don't open the app. So do you think dating online is just like it, a no, like just we should not do it at all? No. I don't, you know, oh, Priscilla's laughing at me because uh, in my friend group, it's I mean, our friend group, it's pretty funny. Just the part, the little swiping parties that we kind of tend to go in, in waves of participating in. Um, but, you know, I don't know. You know, I've had a, a handful of great friends that have met phenomenal husbands yeah. on dating apps. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I do believe that, you know, just God, God wants us to do the work and anything that's, if we're not putting the work in, then, you know, it's dead. So like, I do believe that like, we should be active, um, in our pursuit. Now, I think like we were talking about, like, what's your heart posture? What's the condition of your heart? 
when you're opening the app and you're dating and you're talking to guys, um, what, what do the conversations look like? Like, I think the greatest form of, of accountability is if you're anything like our group of friends, like they're like, well, let me read your conversation. And I'm like, okay, read it. Like I have nothing <laughs> to be ashamed of. Yeah. So like, if you're comfortable with your pastor, your friend, your mom, your sister, <laughs> your niece, opening up your conversation on Bumble and being proud of how you're navigating those conversations, I think you're in a good spot. Now, yeah. if you're not, if you're trying to hide or if you're like, oh, don't look at that one, you know? Yeah. Like, I think that's where you just need to start questioning some things. But, you know, it is 2023. For a lot of us, that's like one of the main options of how to meet people that maybe aren't in your immediate circle. So um, I'm not against apps. I think yeah. they do work. They've worked phenomenally for a few of my friends. And yeah. so, yeah, I'm... We're all on the apps. It's like, it's, you know, we're all, we're all out here doing the, doing the best we can. So It's, it's the intentionality and the, and the yes. position of your heart when yes. you're going into it. If you're going in there to numb out yeah. or to forget about. Yeah. If whatever. you're swiping for three hours mindlessly, <laughs> if it's like TikTok or Instagram of 2019 for you, get, get <laughs> off the app. That's a, that's a good tell sign. Yeah, yeah. It's a good sign. If it feels yeah. like 2020 again. Yeah, if it feels like 2020 and you're like bored out of your mind and you're just swiping, it's probably not a good sign that uh, you're in, a, in the right position to be doing that. Okay. That's, <laughs> you heard it first here. Yeah, I like, I like practicals. That's a practical. <laughs> um, yeah, what would you say would be kind of a healthy amount of time for swiping? There's a whole another thing if you're, like, conversating with people on there. Okay, I, yeah, I don't know if there's, like, you know, I don't know if there's a formula for, like, only swipe for 30 minutes a day, and if God doesn't bring them in 30 minutes, then maybe tomorrow. Like, I don't know if there's a formula. I will say, though, if you're spending, this is anything. It could yeah. be Instagram, it could be TikTok, it could be Netflix, yeah. it could be YouTube. If you're spending more time on an app than you are in developing your relationship with God, I think that is a major red flag. Like, I should never be, I, my, my, the combination of my prayer life, my accountability life, my discipleship life, my yeah. community life, my, the most important thing, my personal, private, intimate prayer life, and just reading my Bible moments with the Lord. If that, if that does not accumulate to, uh, more than what I'm doing on an app on Bumble, then there is a major problem that's happening yeah. in my life. So I don't know if there's like, again, a formula of the required amount of time that you should be on an app in order to find somebody. I just do believe that your spiritual life should take precedence and should be the greatest time sucker of your life. <laughs> greatest time sucker. <laughs> Um, no, that's really good. That's like a great measurement tool, yeah. I think, for anyone, for any, like you said, any app, any, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that's the reason why I had to give up social media for a year. Yeah. That's like, why so many people give it up for fasting, you know, like, because you're supposed to redirect your focus and your attention and your time on whether it's social media, whether it's, for me, it was how much time I'm on Amazon or on Postmates, if I'm spending more time thinking about my next meal or my next purchase than I am thinking about what God's next step is for my life, then, then we're, 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 I'm in trouble. And so that's, that's probably yeah, a good way to measure. But That's so funny. Well, you know, that also brings up a good point about like these apps and um, 
whether social media or just obtaining new things, like yeah. we do live in this world where it's so easily accessible. Yeah. And it's everywhere. Yeah. Like there's always there's a new streaming device, new streaming app. Like yeah. we can consume endless amount of media. Yeah. Like how how then do we yeah, just center ourselves. I guess what I'm trying to ask yeah. in relation to dating mm-hmm. is how are we of this world or no, being like in this world, but not, not of, of this world. world in the realm of dating. Like the world is everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Again, I think it's just what you saturate your life with. You know, like for me, I used to, okay, this is like a very personal thing for me. Cause I'm like, I don't know if you're, if you're Enneagram peoples out there, but I think like the most like that I'm in my four <laughs> okay. is like, I love like, I love sad music. Like, I could sit and listen to, like, sad. Yeah, but nobody knows that about me, except for maybe Nichelle, because like, when I'm, like, in some sad places, like... You guys, yeah, I'm, I'm so like, befounded yeah, right I'm now. Yeah, I'm, like, J.P. Sachs, like, you know, if the one was ending, you'd come over. Like, I'm, like, listening to, like, sad songs. And, but that, then I'm consuming my mind with more of the things of this world, more of, like, the emotions and feelings that can overcome overcome me and so for me I I can be in this world but not of this world by making sure that I'm saturating my life in the things of Jesus so if I'm in a tough place if I'm feeling alone if I'm feeling hopeless in a moment instead of being like okay well let me just listen to sad music because and I'm just gonna sit here in my feels and just stay stay in this like little kumbaya moment with with me and myself and I or, or I can turn on some worship music yeah. and I can pray and yeah. I can journal and I can read the word and I can be <laughs> encouraged and I can saturate my life and my mind and my thoughts and my soul with what God has for me and not of the things of the world. So that would be my, <laughs> my recommendation. <laughs> you guys. A long-winded answer. No, no, that's amazing. And I'm just like over here in shock with this, um, vulnerable yeah release of information yeah yeah that's worldwide now it is worldwide it's, it's this, is a, this is a global podcast so i'm excited to uh, i'm t- excited to share it here first for your listeners yeah, first I, I am in shock and it's funny because i'm laughing because i actually was that girl too like oh my gosh i guess there i have some sort of four in me <laughs> no um teenage early 20s like if i was oh, sad dude <laughs> Yeah. But on the sad music because it would make me cry. A little, a little dashboard confessional. Like, just, like, sitting in the, yeah. That's okay. Just, you know, like, <laughs> or, like, if I know that a, mo- a certain movie's going to make me cry, like, I'll yeah. put that on so that it helps me cry more. <laughs> used to. Used to. <laughs> okay, I will say, I don't cry very often. I, like, um, I have a, probably for a different podcast episode, but I, I do have, like, a, a, a problem with desiring too much control and so mm-hmm. but that also includes control of my emotions yeah. and my feelings so yeah I the only time I'll cry is like I will put a movie on and I will sob by myself <laughs> in bed which is way I... more depressing than it sounds I'm not I, I'm, I'm I'm okay everybody <laughs> and she's like such a joy and light and laughter like as you can hear through her voice um and no one would ever imagine this so I'm really in shock she shared it <laughs> But glad she did. Yeah, you know something about the, uh, being behind a mic, you know? <laughs> yeah, you can't see who's can't listening. See, well, 
hey mom, I don't know if my mom will listen to this. If I post this on Instagram, that'll be this will be fun. Oh my goodness, this is um fun for me because it feels very just nonchalant. Yeah, natural. Like yeah. Having conversations that we have without a mic. Yeah, this is like if the microphone was in the car and like we were just talking. Yeah, yeah, this is hilarious. I'm like tearing up from the laughter, not because. Um, but I love that. Like now as a Christian myself too, like coming to the Lord with my morning, right? Like yeah. and that how I'm feeling and that I can put on worship music and it's not like I don't cry anymore. I yeah. still cry and sometimes I cry even more in worship just because I'm finally like surrendering yeah. that over to him. Yeah. yeah. And I acknowledge that like he's gonna take care of all of that. Yeah. And already has. It's more about me letting go right. of that control, of pretending that I had some sort of control to be thinking. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole nother message, holy moly. <laughs> on this next episode of Priscilla on Amiga Rise, I will be talking about my problem with control. Stay tuned. I'll be, really good. I'll be back, yeah. Hit me up for episode whatever number you... Okay, also, back. well, I was going to forewarn you about this, oh. but, you know... But you didn't. No. I'm so. nervous now. Okay. <laughs> Not on the question sheet. Let me move this. Okay, so I was gonna, and we can edit this out. So you know, this we'll see. What, 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 let's go. <laughs> I'm a pretty, I'm pretty uh, open, transparent person. Yeah, like I'm, I'm happy. Let's go there. Yeah. No, well, it's not that vulnerable, but because you're like another episode, and I do want to have one on control, like absolutely, okay. and I would love to have you on, but. Bianca shared with us at church or through church oh. her desire that God has placed in her in her heart oh, to, God. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> to start her own podcast. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I did not prepare her. This yeah. is really <laughs> Yeah. Well hit me. Let's go. Vulnerable, you know, moment 101. No, um, not to sidetrack from our conversation here, but yeah, yeah where are you at with that? And what thought process, how, how is that weaved in with your walk with God? How do you know that God's called you to that? Yeah, you know, I would say it was probably about probably end of 2020. God kind of just planted a small seed of, I think, um, a small seed for me, uh, just of, of a compassion and... Um, just an empathy for people that were at our church specifically and um, the girls that I was seeing on social media that maybe I'd gone to school with or that I've come across in my life. Just He was really highlighting um, single women to me. Mm. And, um, you know, it's funny. Like, we always talk about, like, you know, well, why would God do X, Y, and Z to me? Why would he allow this to happen in my life and um a lot of our answers are going to go unanswered you know Mm -hmm. until uh we meet god one day but i do believe that the power of our testimony and the the strength that god gives us in seasons truly is Mm -hmm. to help uh the lost and the ones that need hope find hope and so you know, when I went through my breakup, that was the worst like year of my of my life. It was so challenging, and it, it was so hard to see the future. It was so hard to see the good. It was so hard. I mean, and I think at the time I, I'm a seven, so I reframe a lot. So 
Um, I think I also probably masked a lot of my feelings in that season, but internally and through therapy and just through just some just deep discovery of my own heart, um, I do realize that, you know, it was, it was shaping and molding me um, to understand what singleness entails, especially for women in their, you know, mid-20s to mid-30s. Yeah. And it's, it's challenging when culture in the world tells you that your, your time is ticking, mm. that you need to be uh, a certain place in your life. It, I hate the stigma that, uh, that your life begins when you get married or that your life starts when you enter into a relationship. Mm-hmm. And so I think just that sound that I was hearing through um, our generation of young adults, I think God really highlighted that um, there needs to be some hope and that you can find joy, you can find contentment, yeah. you can find worth in Christ and in yourself without yeah. being in a relationship. And so I'm not saying that you shouldn't be in a relationship. I'm not saying you should not desire being in a relationship. I'm just saying when you're not in one, <laughs> finding the joy and the contentment yeah. in that. And so, yeah. So for the podcast, you know, I'm still feeling it out. Uh, this is, I, uh, yeah, this, I mean, I've recorded devotionals and things like that for our ministry. But yeah. this is... I mean, I, I don't mind this podcast little moment that we're doing here. This is fun. If you can get my podcast every week, then, then yeah, let's do it. I, this is great. I'll, I'm all for it. But, um, you know, but I do, I do want to launch it. I'll probably do it, you know, sometime in the next few months or something. We'll see how it starts. But, yeah. Okay. I know, I know, God's, I know God's nudging me in okay. that direction. So, all you billions of followers world, <laughs> wor- wor- worldwide, <laughs> you can hold me, hold me accountable. Yeah, so you heard it here. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> Outside of our 21 Days of Prayer, yeah. where she shared it first to our church. Um, yeah, like I said, I forgot to ask you permission for that. No, it's okay. It won't be as good as Amiga Rise. But it will be much better. No, no, no. This girl has talent <laughs> and creation and creativity oh, no. galore. Um, and when that day comes, we have other podcasters at church and we're all going to like root for you and have you on and like just share every single episode like crazy which I, that's what I do love about our church and our community is like everyone is full of each other yeah. that's what that should be like the the number one relationship you should pursue is your relationship with God and second to that if you're single is your relationship with your friends because if you have friends that are constantly encouraging and championing you where it's not a competition like yeah. I love that Priscilla's like yeah there's so many podcasters at our church let's all rally together and hold each other up instead of tear each other down yeah. like that's the kind of relationships and the friendships and qualities that you want to have in in the girls that you're surrounding yourself with yeah especially. in your amigas <laughs> yeah yeah Bianca's one of my amigas. Yeah, that's right. That's why I <laughs> call her that all the time. That's why I'm so happy because <laughs> Priscilla's my amiga. How do you say um, amiga in Tagalog? Do you know? <laughs> what? Okay, I'm like, I'm the worst Filipino. I, I, I do hope your mom listens. <laughs> yeah, I have like, I have like five Filipino dishes, but you know, okay, I, I can understand. Well, there's a lot of similar words too, like fun and fun. The bread? Yes. Okay, yeah. Basura? That's Trash! Yeah. Basura. Yeah. yeah. We're just going to have an episode. <laughs> on the next episode after Control, it's going to be on how Spanish and Tagalog or Elongo uh, is, is, is similar. So 
really excited for that one. Which it's one? It's going to be a quick one. It's going to be about, <laughs> about 30 seconds because that's all I know. So it'll be a, a quick episode. <laughs> what language is your family? So it's a different, so Tagalog is like the national language. Uh-huh. And then the dialect that they speak is called Olongo. Oh, it's yeah, Olongo. from their province. Yeah. And is there other dialects or is there... Yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure. I don't, I don't know how many. Uh, yeah, I'm a first generation uh, Filipino, so I'm also not very. This is a whole different podcast. My mom is probably dying on the inside. I've been Fiaka for a lot. Of- I love this. This is great. This is actually like my favorite kind of conversation. I, I like an I like an unfiltered, unstructured moment. So. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, well, as we're kind of closing up here, <laughs> we can go on. We can. But, yeah, all night. Let's go. Yeah, all, an all night podcast. Yeah, I, I light up at night. This is like my this is my golden hour. So let's go. Yeah, for those of you listening, and we're we're recording a little later in the evening today. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I'm having fun. I'm having a great time. No, but I, I just love everything you talked about, and I'm glad glad that the audience is going to be able to hear in and listen in to just the authentic conversation we're having, <laughs> and the joy. Yeah. The joy that we have found individually, you know, in our singleness. Yeah. Um, but I I just love that, like you said, we're a church that lift each other up, and yeah. that we're not in competition for, with one another. Yeah. Not when it comes to the careers or the dreams that God has placed in yeah. our hearts, and this definitely not when it comes to men. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I just want to thank you oh. so much for just taking the time to, one, come on this podcast, but for your time in, your, in my life um, oh. and just <laughs> the presence that you play for us and for the youth that you lead and the women that you lead and just oh. taking charge um, and holding that torch well. incredible opportunity to be on Amiga Arise today. God, I thank you for just the the woman that uh, Priscilla is to so many of her listeners, to so many people that tune in every single week uh, just to hear a word from you, a word of encouragement, a word of guidance. God, uh, you just deposited so much wisdom and discernment and just knowledge in her, God. And I'm just so proud of her for stepping out in faith uh, to pursue what it is that you've placed in her heart. But God, right now I pray for every single person that's listening to this podcast. God, I pray that it brings a levity and a lightness and a joy to their day today. God, I pray that through through this, God, that they could just come to find a deeper relationship with you and a deeper pursuit for who you are and what you have for them, God, that, that getting married and being in a relationship isn't the end goal, God, but just having a starting point in a relationship with you, God, that sounds that sets the foundation for everything in their life. So God, I pray just a, a prayer of blessing over each and every person that's listening to this today. God, we thank you. We love you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So for those of you listening, if you needed some encouragement how to pray <laughs> into your life, like, you know, let us know. Also, reach yeah. out if you don't know. And if this is all brand new, um, I'd love to connect with you. Yeah. But also, be on the lookout for the... Bianca the Divas podcast wow. coming out. We're Speaking into faith. Wow, right there. <laughs> We're, yeah, so, so happy and thank you. Yeah. Love you. I love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.
Amiga, that's a wrap for today. I pray this episode has blessed you in some way, brought you some clarity, or inspired you to take your next step in faith and healing. If this podcast has blessed you in any way, I would love to hear about it. And the best way to thank me is by leaving me a review and a comment on Apple Podcasts. You can also screenshot this episode and post me and tag me at Amiga Arise. I would love to connect with you and be on this journey with you. You can also join my Facebook group and meet other women on the same journey. So until next time, I'll be praying with you, Amiga. Arise and shine daily. And may we pray, move, and grow together. God bless.